Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Coffee in the Green Room. I'm your host, Deneen White. Today I am so excited to have John Lee DeMoss on the show. He is an entrepreneur who runs an organization called Entrepreneurs on Fire. He is a podcast, he hosts a podcast, and he has had the opportunity to interview some of the most amazing entrepreneurs of our time. The reason you may be asking yourself, Deneen, why do you have someone who is a podcaster who interviews entrepreneurs on the show. The reason that we are doing that is because, as you know, being a part of the entertainment industry is very entrepreneurial. Hi, John. How are you today? You know, I am fired up to be here. Thanks for having me, and I'm excited to talk about podcasting. I am so excited to have you here. So um, something that I love about you is, first of all, your passion for podcasting, which obviously I share because I host two podcasts. Um, yes. But the other thing that I love is that you've had the opportunity to interview some of the biggest entrepreneurs of our time. It's so, been an um, honor. I mean, I've literally loved interviewing the likes of Barbara Corcoran, Tony Robbins, Seth Godin, Tim Ferriss. I mean, just getting to communicate with individuals like that on a consistent basis is really exciting. That's fantastic. So um, I know – We'll talk. We could certainly talk about your entrepreneurial journey, but a lot of the people who listen to my podcast are people who are entering the entertainment industry, and what we're trying to teach them is that when you're pursuing a career as an actor or a model or a musician, you're really an entrepreneur. So what I would love for you to talk about today, if, if you're willing, is some of the best tips that you can give to people who are starting on their entrepreneurial journey. Absolutely willing. It's definitely one of my favorite topics, and it's really why seven years ago I set off to create the only daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs so I could hear about their stories, their journeys, their successes, their failures, their tips, tools, and tactics, and I've picked up a ton of great information along the way. The biggest thing on a baseline that I really want to start with, and then we can kind of go off from here, is successful entrepreneurs – they find an audience that they want to serve, and then they understand what that audience's biggest pain points are, their biggest struggles are, their biggest challenges are, and then what do they do? They create a solution for that, and then they deliver that solution to their audience. So for me, I was just wanting to grow a great audience of entrepreneurs, small business owners, sidepreneurs, solopreneurs, you name it, people that were looking to create a life on their own terms. They were looking to do something that they were passionate about, that they were excited about, to share their voice, their message, their mission with the world, just like you're doing right now on your two podcasts. And so learning about my audience, knowing that they wanted that, I found out that one of their big pain points was getting that voice out to the world, was getting their message out to the world, and how a podcast to them seemed like a very great way to do so, but they didn't know where to start. So I found the pain point. They wanted to start a podcast, pain point, but they didn't know where to start. Obstacle. So what did I do? I created a solution, Podcaster's Paradise, back in 2013, 
It is a paid community that teaches you how to create, grow, and monetize your very own podcast. And I said, hey, for people that really have this pain point, here's a solution. Here's where you can join the community. And that was six years ago. That was over 6,000 members ago. And this is a community and a course now that has generated over $5.5 million in revenue, all because I followed that model, that model, which was serve an audience, find out what that audience's struggles and obstacles are, and offer them a solution. That's awesome. So something that we recommend to um, the people that we work with is how, is starting a podcast. So without detracting from the course that you offer, of course, can you give my audience a couple tips on like just how to get started? Because it seems like a very daunting task starting a podcast. Oh, well, first and foremost, like I'm here to give it all away. I mean, I'm going to share everything. In fact, one thing that I always point people to first when they want to start a podcast is the completely free and thorough course that I created that's called freepodcastcourse.com. I mean, that is a completely free course that's going to share with you everything that you need to both create and then launch your podcast. So freepodcastcourse.com. But, you know, for you and I chatting here today, we can definitely talk about a couple things for people that are looking to start their podcast. For me, one of the first steps has to be, what is the niche? What is the micro niche that I really want to focus on that I enjoy talking about? So I'm going to still enjoy the conversations that I'm having or the topics that I'm talking about, not just one month, six months from now, but three years, five years from now. Like what's going to be something I'm still going to want to be doing far into the future. So what is something that you really enjoy doing? What is something that you really enjoy talking about, learning more about, having conversations around? What is the micro niche that exists within that? And then how can you turn that into a podcast topic? And then once you kind of have an idea about what that is, I recommend going to the Apple Podcast Store and then searching for similar podcasts and see what other people have done that have had similar ideas and similar topics and similar verticals and niches as you and explore their podcast. Find out what they're doing right so that you can incorporate that into your podcast. Find out what you don't like about what they're doing so that you can make sure that you improve upon that or don't do those things. So you can really start um, with just an idea, with a concept, and then go out and mine information from other podcasts that currently exist right now. Because here in 2019, listen, it's not 2012. I mean, podcasting is here. It's exploded. It's an absolute goldmine. So there is a podcast about almost everything under the sun. That doesn't mean there's no room for anybody. There's plenty of room for people, but you have to find your niche. You have to find what is the unique thing that your podcast is going to deliver to your audience. What are the solutions that your podcast is going to bring to your audience's pain points, obstacles, and challenges that's where you start. That's fantastic advice. So um, for you, your niche is interviewing entrepreneurs. So how did you come up with that idea? Because I love, I love, I love listening to your podcast. I'm like a total fangirl of your podcast, but okay. So like, how did you cut, how did you get to the point where you got to interview like Tony Robbins and Seth Godin? Like how can you discuss that process a little bit for me? Well, first off, thank you for being part of Fire Nation. I truly do appreciate that. I mean, I've built my audience one listener at a time. I mean, obviously, seven years running my podcast, I'm now at the point where I have millions of listens per month, but I didn't start out that way. Nobody does. It's brick by brick by brick. And so back in 2012, I was looking around the landscape and I was saying, man, I 
see the value of mentorship. I see the value of surrounding myself with the right people. I do believe that Jim Rohnquart is so true that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So I'm like, how can I spend more time with unbelievably high-achieving individuals? And I said, well, wait a second. What if I started a podcast where I actually gave them a platform to come and talk to me so it's not just a one-on-one conversation because as much as I'd love to think he would, Tony Robbins isn't going to jump on a one-on-one call with me. He's not. He speaks in front of 10, 20,000 people at a time. I mean, he's a massive, massive entrepreneur who's had a ton of success. And so I had to step back and say, okay, how can I make it worth Tony's time to come spend 20, 25, 30 minutes on a one-on-one call with me, well, what if I gave him an audience? So now he is leveraging and scaling that time. So he is speaking to hundreds and thousands and tens of thousands, in the case of my podcast, potentially hundreds of thousands of listeners, um, just by tossing a microphone on and sitting back in his chair and having a conversation, just like you and I are now. So that was where the idea came from. And then being really strategic about it. I didn't like reach out to Tim Ferriss until I saw that he was about to launch a book. And I said, okay, now Tim's in promotion mode. So I can be strategic and say, Tim, I know you're about to launch a book or it just went live. I know my audience would love it because they love entrepreneurs. They love you. They've read your book, Four Hour Work Week. They want to read whatever you have coming up next. Let's bring you on the show. Let's have a conversation around it. Let's do this. And being strategic made the timing make sense. And then once you get like the Tim Ferriss and the Tony Robbins and the Barbara Corcoran's on your show, at that point, it becomes so much easier because now you can say, hey, I'd love to have you on my podcast. I've had past guests such as Tony Robbins, Tim Ferriss, Gary Vaynerchuk, Barbara Corcoran, fill in the blank. And it makes that person be like, wow, well, if those people felt like it was worth their time, it's probably worth my time to be on the show. And so you start getting yeses a whole heck of a lot easier. That's fantastic. So if I can ask, um, what was one of the most impactful interviews that you did and what was your biggest takeaway from that? You know, I'd say one of the most impactful um, interviews that I've ever done was from a past guest, Aaron Young. And um, actually, sorry, let me rephrase that because that's not the correct last name, Aaron Walker. And Aaron Walker was so great on my podcast. He came on and he was talking about this one phrase that really hit home with me, which was going from success to significance. Because a lot of people achieve success in this world, and I love the fact that they do. But sometimes they're just like, well, you know what? I thought it would feel a little bit different being, quote, unquote, successful. And he made me realize the importance of continuing up that ladder from success to significance. And every one of us is going to have a different definition of what significance means. For some people, it's going to be, you know, giving to your your favorite charity. For some people, it's going to be traveling the world. For some people, it's going to be, you know, supporting and helping them and, you know, giving opportunities to your loved ones and your friends and your family, whatever that might mean to you. But I just really loved his concept, loved the topic. And, you know, to me, Aaron Walker was a person that really came on, really surprised me with his content. And, you know, that was probably five and a half years ago. So you can see that that really has stuck with me for a long time. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. I love that, um, the journey to significance, because, again, like you said, so many people find success, but are they do they find significance? And one of the things that we talk about a lot on, on the podcast that I host is, like, finding your why. Because if, when, once you find that why, then it's, you're able to push through any kind of challenges that much easier. 
Hey, there's a so, reason why um, Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why, is so successful. So I think you're onto something there. Yeah, it's fantastic. So um, what like what projects do you have coming up that are, I mean, you have, you have, you always have so much going on. So what type of projects <laughs> do you have coming up that my listeners can be on the lookout for? Well, I am pretty excited. I did just sign a deal with HarperCollins Leadership for my very first traditionally published book. So the manuscript is due this coming April. It's not going to be published until spring of 2021 because these things just take time. But it is a project that I'm working on, something I'm really excited about, and is coming down the down the line. So, you know, we're about a year and a half away, but something that I definitely am excited about and can't wait to uh, share with the world. That's fantastic. So what is it like working on your first traditionally published book? Say that again. I'm sorry. What is it like working on your first traditionally published book? What is what is that like? It's a very different experience because I have self-published four journals to date. So that was a very unique experience where, you know, I was able to work on my own timeline and kind of get things done like how and when I wanted to. Now I like have an editor assigned to me, like I have a promotional team assigned to me and it's like it's a whole different thing. And like, there's a lot of people that have their hands in the project and are counting on the project. You know, I signed a very big advance deal. So like there's that pressure hanging over as well. So there's just a lot of different things that kind of go along with going this traditional route that um, some pros, some cons, but overall after weighing them all out, I decided that it was the way that I wanted to go. That's awesome. Well, I just want to thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I really enjoyed our conversation. I, it's such an honor to have the opportunity to have you on the show and to interview someone like you. So um, I, I know I want to be very aware of your time. So I just wanted to thank you so much um, for being on the show. And um, can you just tell everyone again where they can find you if, so they can listen to your podcast? Sure. Well, first off, thank you for having me on. It was a pleasure. Really enjoyed having this conversation. And we have, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of free courses for people. I already mentioned the free podcasting course for anybody that wants to learn how to create and launch their podcast. We have a course on how to create your mastermind, funnels, and so much more because we just love giving out that free content. And all of that is over at our headquarters, eofire.com, eofire.com. And I would love for anybody to listen to the podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire, if you want to get some great conversations with some great entrepreneurs. And thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you so much again for your time. I really do appreciate it. Take care. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You too. Thank you. Bye. I hope that everyone enjoyed my conversation with John Lee Dumas today. If you did, please make sure that you hit subscribe on Coffee in the Green Room because I have a lot of amazing guests just like John lined up over the next couple of weeks. And if you are interested in following along on our podcasting journey here, please go visit our website at coffeeinthegreenroom.com where you can find future episodes. Thank you so much and have a fantastic day.